Hey Miranda, how are you? Doing well. Thank- Hi Sarah. <laughs> Hi. So thank you so much for being here. This is a total unique angle what we're going to be talking today. Uh, because even though you know a lot about money, right? You have a lot of experience with money. Your approach is very different from other uh, all the other experts that we have had in Smart Women with Money. But first, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us how did you become to be a, a freelancer uh, that educates and talks about money. But you know, tell us everything uh, before <laughs> that. Before you became that. All the things. No, uh, no, I mean, honestly, when I first started freelancing, I actually wasn't covering money and I wasn't talking about money. I was actually talking about science, uh, which is kind of interesting. But one of the reasons I chose freelancing and one of the reasons that I like freelancing and doing what I do uh, as a freelance content creator, as a freelance writer, as a freelance podcaster, um, one of the things I like about it is that freedom and flexibility it affords me to design my lifestyle around what I want to do, what matters most to me. And, uh, and then of course it gives me the freedom to make money on my own terms, uh, and, and continue to live that life that I like. So freelancing has always been a really good way for me to, uh, just decide how to live my life and then do it. So that's been really great. Um, how I got into money was just kind of a fluke, actually. Um, I started, uh, I was providing some content. I was writing about uh, science-related topics and somebody approached me and asked if I could provide some retirement content, uh, you know, just some regular posts. It was when blogging was new, uh, back in the dark ages of the internet, like 20 years ago. Um, but uh, but yeah, well, not quite 20 years ago, but pretty close. <laughs> 2005. Right there. Who cares 2005, yeah. whatever. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, so uh, somebody had asked me if I could do that. I was like, well, I don't know about really about money. I mean, I know it's important to like spend less than you earn, be careful about credit, like those, you know, basic platitudes, uh, but I hadn't really thought about its place in my life until somebody asked me to write about it. And I was like, well, how do I do that? And they're like, well, you know, you write about science and science and money. It's all just math. You can figure it out. <laughs> so yeah, I started writing about it. Of course you learn pretty early on once you start really digging into money, it's really not just about the math. There's a lot more going on there about our emotions, about how we interact with money, how we interact with everything else. The fact that it's really not just numbers and you don't actually want money. You want all of the things that money affords you and the freedom and the flexibility that that financial independence affords you. And so, um, so yeah, so I just sort of started covering money and like really thinking, it really forced me to think about my own relationship with money and what I use my money for and what I want it to accomplish for me. And it really kind of opened up a whole new world uh, for me to reassess uh, everything I knew about my approach to money. So yeah, so so I've been just doing that. And I found that I really like it. Um, after five or six years, I realized I was doing more in terms of um, content creation around money than I was around science topics. And I um, slowly dwindled off the science topics and ended up focusing more on finances and money and those relationships. And so here we are. And how I just, and now just because of the, um, the evolving nature of the internet, 
I find myself, you know, not just writing, but also doing podcast content. Uh, in a couple months, I will be doing uh, some a video series for a bank. And so this sort of financial education piece where I'm not just writing and reporting about money anymore. Now I'm educating people about it and educating people about like different ways to make money work for them. And so it's, it's been a really fun journey and here we are and uh, I'm excited to uh, excited to be here. Yeah, that's so good. So your approach is about freelancing and, um, and educating about money. And what I like about that is because as you mentioned at the beginning, doing that is actually allowing you or funding the lifestyle that you really want to have, right? So tell us, how does that look like? Because there might be women in our audience that they, they want to do certain things, but because they have a job or because they have, you know, certain things that are stopping them from doing that, um, this might inspire them to be able to, uh, you know, do the things that they really want to do. Yeah, I think I think what it comes down to is like taking a step back and saying, okay, um, what resources do I have that I can direct in a way that's going to enrich my life? Like a lot of the time, so often we are caught up in, I have to go to my job, I have to make my money, I have to pay my bills. Um, you know, we see something for for a minute, like, and this is, you know, I used to be just like, oh, this is a cool looking trinket. I'm going to buy it and put it on my shelf. And, um, and, you know, but after a while you start thinking, well, wait a minute, what is this doing for me? How is this enriching my life? And how can I, how can I mix things up a little bit? And so I started um, asking myself, okay, well, why am I doing these things? And, what do I wish I could be doing? And what are my actual values? What do I value for my life? What do I want for my life? And then once I figure out what I value and what I want for my life, that's where the money piece comes in. How does my money, how does my work support that? How is the money that means to an end? And what does it look like when you have the freedom and flexibility to do something else? And, you know, I mean, um, you know, this is, it's a little bit different for me because I am actively creating content. I am actively getting paid uh, by my clients to create financial content and create educational content. Um, So I am actively getting paid, but I also get to say, no, I'm not going to work these days. No, I'm not going to go to that meeting unless you're paying me for it. No, I'm not, you know, um, I'm going to set my schedule. I just got finished with... Um, the entire months of May, June, and July, I spent traveling around um, in my local area doing national parks. I went to uh, I went to Yellowstone. I went to Fun. Zion Yellowstone National Park. I went to Zion National Park. I went to Grand Teton National Park. I did like a hot springs tour of like central Idaho where I live, and like did this like four day hot springs tour where we just like hit all of these hot springs, these natural ones. Like I did a whole bunch of stuff. And in between that, I was able to say, okay, I'm going to work on my schedule. Um, I actually participated in two other online summits. I mean, it was like a whole, it was a whole thing and I could do it um, around the things that enriched my life and the things that I wanted to do. So I really think what it, it comes down to is taking a step back and figuring out what you value, what you want, and then how do I 
acquire the financial resources? How do I manage my current resources? And how do I take control of those and then direct my money in a way that helps it happen? Like so often we we think about money as like um, something that we get for doing something rather than a resource that we can direct and that we have control over. And so, um, so just kind of thinking about it differently like that and saying, I want freedom and flexibility. What can I do to have that? Well, for me, and you know, it may not be for everybody, but for me, freelancing gives me that it gives me an income and it gives me freedom and flexibility. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I actually have spoken with clients where, um, you know, when we have this conversation about what they really want, and then I try to close the gap, right, mm. between what they want and what they're doing right now, because a lot of times it, it doesn't match what they're right. doing, right? Sometimes, you know, like, for example, somebody says, well, I want to live in Europe and, you know, move there. But then they're thinking of, you know, like getting, um, you know, getting things that are like more luxurious that are going to make them having to work a lot more or like get a job and be stuck in that job. Then it doesn't match what they're really saying that they want to do. Right. And in your case, you were able to, to talk to yourself in a way, right? And say, okay, so what do I really want? And then how money is going to support me in order to be able to achieve that? And then you created your lifestyle around that in order to be able to achieve those things. And which is great because you get to enjoy the things that you want to do. But at the same time, you can still do your job from anywhere. That is awesome, right? I love that. Yeah, and I'm super excited, um, you know, as, uh, you know, assuming that the the Delta variant doesn't like destroy everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Hoping to travel. Um, I have a couple international trips planned for later this year and early next year. So I'm hoping yes. that it uh, that it still works out. But even so, even with all of that, um, I remember in, a few years ago in 2017. I took my son on a Viking river cruise up the Danube river and we had such a great time. And uh, it didn't matter that there was like a time difference between the U S and, um, and Europe because, uh, you know, the countries we were going through up the Danube, we went through a few, but it didn't matter about the time difference because um, I wasn't chained to a clock or a specific schedule. I could mm-hmm. work on what I wanted to work on when I wanted to work on it. That is great. That, you know, that sounds absolutely love that. That's, you know, in a sense, that's financial freedom, right? So, um, so then what made you decide to, you know, fall into this freelancing? Like, how did that happen, that transition? Yeah, so I actually, um, I actually have a degree in journalism. So, so I knew I wanted to do writing and I knew I was going to do probably freelance writing. And part of the reason I chose that is because at the time my son was, he was a toddler and my then husband was going to school. And so I wanted a way to like supplement our family income without having to go to work. And I wanted the flexibility to take care of my son, be home with my son uh, and make sure that like that was all taken care of. And so 
So yeah, so that's that's why I picked freelancing. Um, yeah, and, uh, because it does. Yeah, because it does. It gives you that flexibility. And yeah. like today, uh, today my son will be nineteen in a couple months. Um, I'm divorced. <laughs> like, so it's like even through all of these changes in my life, being in control of my income has been a huge help. Um, you know, I didn't suffer financially from when my when my ex-husband asked for the divorce I didn't have to worry about suffering financially from that because I had my own income I knew I'd be able to support myself and my son um so being able to like do the freelancing has just really provided me it's just it's fascinating to me because so many people say well aren't you worried about the insecurity of your income like aren't you worried about that and I'm like well um if one, if I, if I lose one client, I can always find another. Um, what's scary to me is having a job where I rely on, where yeah. I rely on a company to like, not fire me like yes. in the middle of a pandemic, you yes. know, um, did some of my, did some of my stuff taper off during the pandemic? Yeah. I suffered a little bit of an income loss during the pandemic but I was still able because I had different streams of income. I had, you know, I had been investing, uh, you know, I've been investing for, you know, 15 years. Um, so I had some investments. I had, uh, you know, my emergency fund. I, I still had income, right? Even though some of my clients pulled back on what they were offering, um, you know, for work, I still had income and I was able to go and find after a couple months, find other clients to replace that and get my income back up. It doesn't work like that if you are like laid off of your job. Yes. And so to me, it's uh, it, that also took a different kind of shift for me to say, wait a second. Uh, it's not it's not the traditional nine to five job that's stable and secure that provides you with that security it's having other income streams having other places to get money um, and having other options and having other choices for where your money is coming from that's the real actual security yes Uh, because not only that but you because you don't have a job and and nobody else is choosing your worth either You can Mm -hmm. choose how much you want to charge. You can choose what work you want to make, right? That are aligned with with what you do. So yeah, that's that's definitely financial freedom for sure. And why did you decide to start a podcast? Tell us about that. (laughs) So I just love podcast. I mean, it's a fun medium. Um, So I actually was in radio uh, a long, long time ago (laughs) in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, but yeah, like back when I was in college and, and studying communications, one of the classes I took was a radio class and I spent like three years at the college radio station and doing radio. And so when podcasting started, uh, becoming a little bit more popular, so like in about 2014, so I've, I've been podcasting since 2014. So I had a couple people come to me and they said, Hey, um, can we start a podcast together? And I was like, yes, because I, I loved it because it reminded me of radio and it's a way to, you know, cause you know, back in the day, right. You're, you're going to go to the radio station and you have to be on the radio and you have to be there for certain times and it doesn't pay very well, <laughs> but with podcasting, you can, 
get that whole radio experience, but you can reach more people. You can do it from your home. Once again, it's that flexibility piece. Um, You set up what times you want to record and figure out your own schedule. And then, you know, you can get sponsors or you can, you know, however you, however you monetize it. Uh, We ended up with one of the podcasts that I helped start the money tree investing podcast, we ended up getting sponsors and we were able to get a fairly nice little, um, you know, not a ton, but a little income flow. And then uh, a couple years ago in 2019, I actually sold that podcast to somebody else. And so That's I actually nice. sold the podcast. Uh, and then now I have been hired and now I'm paid to co-host a podcast with somebody else. So I'm just getting paid to like be a freelance podcaster and uh, which is also very cool. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, so I think um, just looking for those little things that you enjoy or that match with your skill set and that are in line with how you want to live your life it can be really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. This is, this has been awesome. I think that you definitely have, um, you know, like, like a a total different perspective um, about what financial freedom and how to be smart with money. And then even, you know, with that podcast, you know, you find, you find a way to make it sellable. Like how great is that? Like who would think that, Oh, I'm going to sell my podcast. Probably you know, not that many people think about that, right? But you created something that was actually sellable. So those are things that, you know, like different streams of incomes and different ways that we can actually grow our money, which is fantastic. So that's great. So then you're still writing, right? You are doing some ghostwriting, you are doing freelancing, and then again, you can do it from wherever you want. So I really appreciate all, all, you know, sharing all of this with us because, because again, I know that there's some women that will love to do something like that, but they don't know how to close the gap. And, yep. uh, and I, I know that you have also something for our audience today. You have a, a gift for the audience. What is that? Yeah. So uh, what I have, because I, I did talk about earlier about, you know, trying to figure out what do you value? What are your financial values and priorities? And how do you prioritize that stuff? to move forward and create the life you want. So the thing I have is I have a little guide to uh, determining your financial priorities. And it's just a helpful little step-by-step thing you can go through to look at and say, okay, how do I make this happen? (laughs) How do I figure out my financial priorities? How do I decide what comes first so that you can start uh, living your life uh, and getting your money in line with your values? Because, right, so often we're just like, doing things mindlessly. And we're looking at things and going, why does nothing I have? Why is nothing I'm doing aligning with my values? And so this is a really good start to kind of reflect a little bit and take that first step. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Miranda, for being here with us. Make sure to grab your, you know, in the link, grab the free gift that she has provided for us. And I really appreciate that you have shared all of this with us and being with us today. So again, thank you for being part of Smart Women with Money. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good day.